Welcome to Why Though. We're your hosts, Tiffany Bloom and Ashley Abercrombie. We land somewhere in between Mother Teresa and Biggie Smalls, and we're just wondering, why though? We all have questions, from our existential crisis curiosities to our, hey girl, why your eyebrows look so good though? And we want to tackle all of those questions with you. Welcome back to Why Though. Wow, it is the end of December, guys, and this is the the gray space between the end of a year and the start of a new one, where you don't know which end is up, you're not sure what day it is, you don't actually know if you showered in several days, and as a matter of fact, you could potentially be listening to this in the middle of an end of year crisis, and we want you to know that we're here for you. And so that's why this episode is called Why Resolutions Are Canceled Though. And so Tiffany and I want to meet you in this gray space where none of us know what our life is. And we want to talk to you about how you can, you know, recognize where you are, be okay with where you are and look ahead to a new year. But without all that, like vision and new year, who this and all those Ooh. things, we're not, we're not about that life. Okay. We don't have a five point plan no. for you to have the best year of your life. We don't have 10 new steps to, you know, get in the glow up. I don't know what the kids are listening to these days, but we don't, we don't have access to any of that, but we got some, we got some good words for you we do and let's i like that you're calling it gray space because i call it the black hole december 26th (laughs) through january (laughs) through january like second well really i mean you could say till new year's eve if you have big plans i do not i will be in bed by nine and i've probably watched i don't know law and order no i don't like law and order i'll probably watch something along Oh, it is your favorite. Mm-hmm. You know what's funny, though? A lot of books I'm reading reference how good Law & Order is to the point that I'm like, so maybe I'm missing out. Maybe sure. I need to just circle back and give it sure. another go. You're missing out. I've been telling you this for years. You're missing yeah. out. Or I'll watch some deep, dark documentary that will leave me <laughs> up at night. <laughs> Don't help me. Terrified eating a bag of chocolate chips. No, for real though, that little, that little nothing makes you question your sanity, life choices, or where you're at in the world, like December 26th mm-hmm. through January 2nd. I mean, truly, you're like, wait, what am I doing? I remember vividly <clears throat> one time, it was, I want to say December 26th, December 27th. I was in my PJs at 2 p.m. Yes, you were. Eating white cheddar Cheez-Its, and I stopped eating white cheddar Cheez-Its at approximately 2 a.m. while I was playing apples to apples with people I'm no longer friends with. So there you go. I just, it was so just So like, amazing. This is who it's I am. so amazing. This is who I am. What am I doing with my life? Like, yes. this is not my finest hour, you know? <laughs> and going back to the no showering thing, that's a word, because you're like, it what is. is that smell? That cannot be the Cheez-Its. It's me. It's <laughs> definitely me. It's 100% you. You have to go take a shower. You know, those realizations are really powerful at the end of the year. You're like, what has become of me? You know? (laughs) Also, is it me? this happens no matter what kind of year you had. Like, you could have had the best year of your life. And there's something about the end of the year where you're like, my life has no meaning. There is no purpose. I'm not making a difference at all. What am I even doing? I don't know how that happens. Right? Well, it's dark early. I think I'd like to blame it on that. You know how much I like to blame it on the weather. 5 p.m. It's, it's dark. The there's no more Christmas yep. lights. There's no more no. like holiday magic. There's no more parties to go to. You wrap True. that crap up. So now you gotta like, okay, well, no more ugly sweater cookie exchanges. What am I doing today? You know, it's and so you, true. Unless you and have you're to go also to work. Off work, right? You don't even have to go to work. So no. that's the hard thing. And here's the thing: you could have, but you didn't want to because no one was gonna be there. Right. So you just took the days off out of peer pressure. So here you are. <laughs> In a onesie as a grown woman wondering what you're doing with your life. Ah, oh. Listen to me. I have the best onesie ever on the planet. 
Cody got it for me. It's navy blue. It zips up from top to bottom. It's fabulous. <laughs> and then on the back, it literally says, I want to be where the people aren't. It is glorious. Oh, that's glorious. for you. That's for yep. you. Yep. I start breaking it out in November, and I wear it all the way through February. But you better believe, you know, all through, like, that the gray space or the black hole, whichever <laughs> camp you land in, that is what I'm wearing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You probably love that week of nothingness. I'm way too extroverted for that week. Yeah, because I don't mind that there's, like, a lack of parties, but I do still feel like the, what am I doing with my life? Because it's like time doesn't happen anymore. It's like, what time is it? What day is it? It's just a very weird weird space and you're like all of a sudden calories don't count do you know it's like when you're in an airport and people have a beer at 10 a.m you're just like yes of course that sounds good for lunch rolls with nothing else and a bag of baby carrots sure that's a meal you know like why yes i'd like a piece of molten chocolate lava cake at 3 a.m it just all works it all works it really does I think it kind of points back to our human need for rhythms and habits because that Mm -hmm. is sort of the space where you don't have any rhythms at all because you are most likely off work unless you're like a nurse or different things like that. You know, you're probably off work. And so there's no rhythm. You're not getting up to anything. The kids, if you have them, are out of school. If you're a student, like you're out of school. And so I think there's no real rhythm. But rhythms are the things that make us feel grounded and they are the things that make us feel like we have purpose, like to wake up and do the same, you know, thing again and again and again. Again, rhythms are really powerful in our life. So I do think it shows that when you don't have them, it's like, what is going on? Yeah, you're just <laughs> off the rails. It's like a kindergartner at a birthday party unattended so with true. the cake table. You're just like, who am That's I? exactly right. Oh, it's good. I like that where the people aren't. Yeah. Oh, and mm-hmm. another thing. It's not like you're going to go hang out with people because they're probably with family or yes. they're doing something and you're like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm not doing that. I totally. mean- and you I still don't I want sh- to take a shower, so... No. So, which means you can't go shop the Target after Christmas sales because that would require clothes and pants. Right. A bra. So then, no, thank you. A bra. <laughs> Please. Please, people. You know what? If you're listening and you're judging us, that's your own sin right now. I just want to totally, say... Totally. <laughs> totally. This is and who we are. We know ourselves. And yes. we know we're in the majority, so we're okay with it. Correct. I agree. Okay, do you ever take, I'd love to say, like, I take that week and, like, read some of the books I got for Christmas, but that would be a bold-faced lie. <laughs> because I have humans that call me mama and demand all my attention, and I can only play so much Candyland. I will fake an injury <laughs> to get out of Candyland that week. <laughs> Maybe that's how I'll get through those that week, is um, new board games. Yep, new plan. New plan. That's a good idea. Yep, I got a plan. We're not but quite I gotta... there yet. Like, Levi's getting there, but we're not quite at the board game stage yet, oh, so it's so really fun. just, like... I, if I have to build another Lego, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. You know, like I cannot build another thing with the Legos, guys. I just can't. I can't. Do you that. actually participate in the Lego building? I just watch. I say, build me something. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, that's a great strategy. I'm going to try that yeah. one. <laughs> I just sit next to them because they want you to be there. You know what I'm they saying? Do. He's like, come build with me. And I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> and I'm like, OK, how about I hand you the parts? What if I'm your Sue builder or your right. whatever Sue engineer? I don't know. I don't know. I just want to be lower on the totem pole so I have no responsibility in the Lego land. That's good. That's, that's good. All. I need to get I need to get on that train because it's yeah. really smart of you. Well done. And then I also have magazines off to the side. So I'm like reading magazines while they're building. Yeah. Which is also genius. Mm, it's nice. I made the mistake of buying my husband Condé Nast Traveler and what else did I get him? The Architectural Digest for Father's Day. Both of those. And 
now these these gorgeous magazines are sitting on the coffee table and I never have time to read them. But come Lego time, I can flip through a few. But I think I'm on like, you know, July still. So I've got some catch up to do, but there you go. <laughs> I love okay. that. Well, let's talk okay, about so, those resolutions and lack thereof. Yes. Okay, so I think if you've been journeying with Tiffany and I for a while, you know that we are not huge fans of resolutions, mostly because we have learned in life that the more things you put on your list that you want to do or become, the less likely you are to do them. So if your goal is to lose like 20 pounds in January and also, you know, to get your finances together and then also to get your family life together and then to get your friend life together and to get your faith together. Like by the end of January, you're like, I don't even care. What is life? I'm just going to work and I'm, I'm coming back home again. I don't want to do any of this stuff. So I think yeah, we set up to fail. We are. And that's exactly why we're anti-resolutions, but we are totally into human beings, not just human doings. So yeah. we very often at the end of the year think about who do we want to become and what are some of the rhythms and habits and practices we can put into our life that will help us to become the person we really want to become. So yeah. let's talk about a few of those, Tiffany. Do you have any that you're thinking about for 2020? Well, I first want to say, I feel like you're speaking from experience because if, <laughs> if my memory serves me right, you did have an alliterated list of the five things in each area of your life that you wanted uh-huh. to accomplish. And they all started with an F, as you yes, just they heard. Yes, did. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Baptist in me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I will say that I just want a little disclaimer, caveat here, uh, that both Ashley and I are extremely driven people. So we are goal setters <laughs> before we yes. talk about why we don't set goals mm-hmm. or resolutions, if you will. Because I'm a three. She's an eight on the Enneagram, for those yep. who are into that. We are definitely the go-getters, get-it-done type of gals. However, we see the pitfalls that many of us encounter when we set resolutions that are just honestly impossible, and we start out the year feeling like failures, and that is not okay. No, it is not. okay. So when we talk about these human beings and not human doings, I think it's so so healthy to remind ourselves like we're on we're in process we're on a journey and rome wasn't built in a day rome was built brick by brick. right so if we're going to talk about becoming who is it we want to be in december 2020 which by the way are you kidding me we're starting a new decade whoa because it's not just the end of the year that we're sending these resolutions it's the end of a decade so then we're even feeling more guilt like who were we 10 years ago yes. who are we now we're you know we feel like we're not measuring up but setting um realistic expectations for yourself as who am I going to become? Um, For me, peace. And and again, if you listeners, you heard last year, peace is my word. I I just, Hmm. I feel like I don't think I fully juiced it as much as I could this last year. And walking into this year, um, peace. And one of the inspirational sources for me has been um, Oswald Chambers, um, his work on peace and his writing Mm. on peace has really, really been an encouragement to me. Um, so just being a person of peace, uh, mm. my pastor often says, a no, uh, and I know he's quoted this from somewhere, and I forgive me, I don't know the original source, but a non-anxious presence. That's beautiful. Wow. So just being a person of peace uh, to, to, to in work, and and even just the way I approach my work, am I approaching it? Um, with a with a frantic mind or from a place of peace? Am I approaching my relationships, my finance, you know, everything? Um, what does it look like to be, not do, but be a person of peace? Mm, and then just so to piggyback on last week, compassion, peace and compassion. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if I can get this, I think I'm really set up for a win in life. 
I love that. And then that. I have one last one that I'll share in a little bit. But what about you, Ashley? Well, first, I just want to say I love how you do that. Like, Tiffany is one of those people that whatever, like when she says a word like that, then she begins to work it into every single area of her life. So whether it's your work or it's your parenting or it's your marriage or your friendships or your faith community, I feel like you, you sort of determine the attitude of your heart and your mind. And then that dictates your actions and behavior everywhere you go. And it's really beautiful to watch you do that. Like I think about, um, you know, Jesus talking about the parable of just a little yeast leavens the dough and just thinking how beautiful you do that. Like you're able to really leaven the dough of the different areas of your life once you determine like what is my mindset here and I think that's a really powerful thought and it's not like you know watching the secret where you're like just think and believe and it shall be but it's actually like you determine in your heart and that has set the actions and the tone for how you move in the world and I have found that to be really beautiful to watch up close and you know from a distance since you're 3,000 miles away from me (laughs) thank you friend thank you friend yeah I think one thing Yeah, in 2020, I want to be, I'm just going to bottom line it, I want to be less angry, because I feel Mm. like this year, and I I don't always, um, it's very rare that I will express my anger, you know, vocally, or, you know, just really like flip out on somebody. I have done that a few times this year, and most of them were very, very appropriately done, but I think that um, I want to be less angry. I think that having low amounts of margin in every area of my Mm. life in 2019 has created for me um, this sort of uh, dwelling sense of anger, this dwelling sense of it's too much. And even though I had an incredible year and had so many amazing things happen, like we talked about last week, just a, a few small um, wins that I had last year, but there were so many, like when I list them out, it's, it's a ton, but at the same time, because I had no margin, I found mm-hmm. myself angrier than I wanted to be. And I don't want anger to be my mindset because along with anger, cause not all of us can kind of place the anger that's in our life, but along with anger comes anxiety, procrastination, irritability, you know, just, um, fearing, yeah. uh, feeling like it's harder to shake offenses if I get offended. And so anger has so many offspring. And so for me, I want to make sure that, you know, I move into 2020 going, hey, I want to really focus on love. I want to really focus on, you know, some of the antidotes to anger. And and that means for me, creating more margin in my life. And some of the margin that I'm talking about is more connection with people, being able to sit face to face more often, being um, close and connected to folks. Like I think that for me creates a lifeline of margin. Because I think Mm. very often when we think about margin, we think, what can I eliminate? What do I need to get rid of? How can I take things off my calendar? And for me, that's actually not the most helpful thing when it comes to margin. But margin for me looks like the more connected I am to people who love me and care about me and vice versa, the more margin I feel in my life, the more empowered I feel to make great choices, the more clearly I can see myself, the more clearly I can see others because I am deeply and and absolutely entrenched in the love of God and others. And that for me creates this margin. And it's like a wellspring of life for which I can do everything else. And so I saw that dwindle in my life in 2019. So I'm looking forward to that increasing again you know, slowly, step by step in 2020. Oh, well said, girl. That was fire. Thank Ooh, we you. could just stop now. That I mean, honestly, <laughs> I'm like, what? And just thinking about, like you said, the offspring mm-hmm. of anger and how it manifests in your life. Yep. That was a word. Oh, um, <laughs> mine is uh, less anger adjacent. <laughs> um, And it is just gentleness. I think um, Mm. I am somebody who does not read her body when she is stressed. I'm not Mm. listening to the groans or 
um, needs of my own mind and body and soul. Mm. And I, it honestly, it comes out of like, well, there's so much to get done and it's got to get done and I'm here to do it. And I like working. Like I like working hard. Totally. Um, but I, I, I told my husband, I said, you know what? I should schedule <laughs> I should schedule a weekly bath for myself. Mm. And he's like, that's a good idea. I said, honestly, just the change for my body to like relax, like put some lavender in there, yeah. you know? And I was like, I, I just, I, I think I need to be more gentle with myself. And in turn, I know I'll be more gentle mm. with others. And my expectations won't be impossible for others that they can't meet. And I will understand that I can't even do that to myself. Why would I ever expect people to, to jump as high as I think they should because I'm mm. not being gentle with myself? Um, so I think that really, um, knowing what my needs are and listening to my body and mind and soul and spirit when I need more sleep, when I need, I know this is so practical. So just what it is. Oh, that's, it's what we need more of is this stuff right here. Yeah. But if I want to become, I know I need to be gentle, like (laughs) taking Mm. more time off saying no more. I think being kind to myself is at the top yeah. of my list. I, I'm i like, run, t- go, 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 and run till you fall, fall apart, you know? Um, mm. And I find some sick joy out of it, clearly, because I keep doing it. Right. Um, you know, but I think just even like, you, you've heard me say this before, listeners, but some good old-fashioned vitamins and yeah. just really giving myself time to think and be and more margin even at the end of the day um i think last night i worked till 11 and it's just one of those times where there was a deadline and it had to be done but that doesn't always have to be the case and when it doesn't like okay well what i'm gonna what am i gonna do to care for myself and i hate i i I just i don't want to feed into this like self-care costs money and this is a dollar sign and you need to be i think the last thing we need to convince ourselves of is to buy more and do more in the right. name of self-care. Right. But truly, what does it look like to be gentle with ourselves? And that's going to look different for each of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think another uh, form of being gentle to myself um, is where I'm at. I, I'm uh, My next title is a little more academic, a little more research-based. Yeah. And I don't come from an academic or research-based background. And, you know, <laughs> fighting off those insecure thoughts of imposter syndrome and just, nope, this is who I am. I will be gentle with myself. This is my journey, and I got something to say, and I'm going to say it. So Come on. I think that there is uh, just that reminder to be gentle with yourself at work. And when you have those self-imposed uh, insecurities thinking that you're not measuring up, and you're like, wait a second, I'm going to be gentle with myself. Yes. I really, really love that, Tiffany. I think that's really powerful. And I, I do think, yeah, with the self-care, we did a podcast on that, obviously, and it's, it's worth your time to go back and listen to that because we talk about self-care and consumerism and, you know, kind of how the beauty industry just shifted and it's like hustling us hard. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that we can't pay attention to ourselves or create opportunities for rest and for peace. You know, I, I really love that. And I think along that same lines, like in 2020, I would love to pay more attention to my health. I think that since I've had a couple of babies and just being like running around with them, I don't feel like I've given myself um, enough care in that way, like taking care of my health. I do take vitamins every day. I got back on that train like a year ago, um, but I do totally drink like six cups of coffee a day and I could cut back to four, you know, like I could do that. (laughs) 
<laughs> and also baby steps, taking, baby, baby steps, steps. <laughs> exactly. And taking the time, like I think to myself, part of my recovery journey, like 16 years of sobriety is figuring out like, okay, how do I make meals for myself during the day? How do I just do mm. the little things that I know will create and stimulate mental health for me? And I'm yes. not talking about being a crazy, like, you know, health nut. And if you are, that's fabulous. Like you do you, but for me, that doesn't work. And I think, um, I need to do a better job of that. Like I realized, man, I made the kids breakfast. If it was my day to get up with them, I made the kids breakfast. I packed a lunch. I did all these things and bedtimes, nap times. And then I realized like, crap, I haven't eaten a single thing today except for four cups of coffee and it's 4 p.m. Like, how did I do that? And so I think it's the little things for me and my health that I want to pay more attention to, you know, drinking water, cutting back a few cups a day, making sure that I I feed myself, you know, just as simple and basic as that. It's like feed myself (laughs) Um, because I do forget to do the little things things. And I don't want to be that anymore. Cause I think that also can contribute to um, me feeling angry, right? Because if you're mm-hmm. not able to care for yourself, then you're going to be a shorter fuse than you really need to be. And so I think those types of things will really help me in 2020. And plus our life is huge. Like we have big lives so we're traveling, writing books, like doing all these things. And so I can't actually afford to not do that anymore. That's good. You can't afford to not. Jericho's therapist said to me the other day, remember, your body houses your emotions. Your body mm. houses your thoughts. Your body houses your mind. When you take care of mm. your body, you set everything else up internally for success. Wow. What a powerful perspective. Because Thanks we separate them, that. don't we? We separate we the do. physical from the emotional, from the mental. Yep. We're yep. so good at compartmentalizing. But yep. really, this is cyclical and we need to harmonize our body uh, movements and rhythms and cycles yes. of what we do. Of And, and you, I was very convicted about the coffee and water thing, so thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I literally, uh, while we've been uh, recording, I texted my husband. I'm like, uh, I'm out of decaf and I need to switch. It's already whatever time of day it is. So can you go pick up some? Oh yes. yeah. Well, there you go. Um, but but it's the little things, y'all. Sometimes we ask ourselves to do these big, crazy things. I'm gonna cut out all carbs. I'm I'm laughing because it's laughable. I'm gonna yep, cut out all carbs. Is. I'm going to lose 20 pounds in January, like Ashley said. And we're yep. like, what if we did these little things to become, not to do, right. to become, and not having these ridiculous uh, reasons why, right? Yeah. Is because I want a revenge body. No, it's because right, I want to have a body that can care for my people. Yeah, I want to have on. a body that can function with margin and be immersed in work I love. Yeah. You know? So there you go. Well, there you go. I well, we do want to say, if you are in that onesie eating Cheez-Its, we say enjoy <laughs> every bite. Please tell me you're having the white cheddar ones. Don't bother with the original. Nobody needs OG Cheez-Its in their life. Glory. And if you are going to indulge, hit up Trader Joe's, man. I'll tell you, some of their prepackaged stuff is just the best thing west of the Mississippi. I mean, I, I know they're also agree. east of the Mississippi as well, but yes. you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. I just, today at, you know, real early in the morning, because I had a party tonight that I'm throwing, a holiday party before we sit in our onesie. And it is this. I bought those little pastry bites, right? Save oh, some of those they're for... so good. I know. And then some popcorn shrimp because I love myself. That's why. <laughs> That's amazing. Seriously. <sighs> All right. Listeners, happy new year. Don't, don't get out of that black hole. You will survive the gray space. You will. And you're not having a midlife crisis. It's just gray space. Everybody <laughs> calm down. Okay. And we'll see you in the new year. <laughs> yes, we will. See you then. Bye-bye. Hey listeners, remember to subscribe and comment. It helps others to find the show. 
To learn more about Tiffany's writing, speaking, or books, visit TiffanyBloom.com. To learn more about Ashley's writing, speaking, or books, visit AshAbercrombie.org. See you next week.